to On the Shelf episode number 17 of Brutal Battle. As we promised, we are doing another one in a row because it had been so long since we had done any On the Shelf episodes. So here we are, we're doing a second one in a row, and I'm excited for this lineup yeah. personally. A lot of these might be hyper-local to our area, though. Three of them are from Maryland, and one of them is from Pennsylvania, but it's pretty well distributed. Right. So usually we try and do like two and two, but um, I don't know. These these ones just caught our eyes, and for a few reasons I'm very excited. One, this is kind of a lighter lineup in general. The other thing is there's one brewery here we've never had anything from. There's a brewery we've never had anything from on the podcast and there's a beer here that's done in a certain way that we've never had before. So that should be interesting, and I'll explain it when we get to it. So to start off, does Re- Rebecca, you want to do the honors? Sure. In a 16-ounce can is... It's called Kolsch Shoulder. It is by Oliver Brewing Company. Out of Baltimore, Maryland. And the ABV is 5.8%. It's just a straight-up Kolsch, I think. Yeah. Which, if you know us, if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you know we dig on some Colshes. Oliver Brewing Company has been around since 1993. Yeah, they're old. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're older than Duclaw. Yeah. And a lot of people think that, like, Duclaw is one of the oldest. Flying Dog is, is quite old. Oliver's quite old. And I think Franklin's is quite old. But here we go. Let's get into this Colsh. Cold shoulder, that's funny. I'm excited because I do dig on some Kolsch. I typically have liked how Oliver does their beers. Uh, they have good execution. Um, so it'll be interesting. I don't, I've never had a Kolsch. We've never had a Kolsch from them before, so it should be interesting to find out how they do a Kolsch. What's their take? Oh, very clear. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. Love it. It's pretty orangey. Yellowy orange. Yellow orange. It's got a decent head that's sticking around. Mm, smells like a Kolsch, nice and crisp and clean. Oh, yeah. It's almost got a little bit of a creaminess in the nose yeah, as well. Yeah, I can well. see that. Oh, that smells so crisp and clean, though. There's a decent kind of um, little multi-grain note in the mm-hmm. nose. A very, I feel like there's a very, very, very slight note of like a lemon peel in there as well. It's very light, though, yeah, on the nose. Yeah, it's... Which is, you know, that's fine. It's a Kolsch. It's supposed yeah, it's to be supposed on to be the lighter light. side. So, okay, cool. I, I The nose is promising. Oh, it has a lot more sweetness. Wow. Yeah, it packs a lot more of a flavor punch than you would assume from the nose. This is one of those rare occurrences where the nose under-promises yeah. for the amount of flavor in the beer. It's... Almost always the opposite there. Decent amount of honey. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It does. It, it is having that more full kind of creamy type mouthfeel, too. It does. Like I said, I was smelling to it. Um, there's a little bit of that naked Cheerio right. on the finish that you enjoy I quite like a that. lot. Um, it's not as crisp as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it, it's not as light and refreshing because there's way more of a body to the beer. It, it's more on flavor. It's a little more on viscosity than you would assume. And it finishes with more of a bitterness than I was mm-hmm. assuming, especially based on the nose, 
because I wasn't really perceiving much of any bitterness on the nose except for what I was saying was kind of smelling like that lemon peel. Um, this is surprising. And I didn't smell that naked Cheerio. So it is a little weird to me that that's on the finish, but it's not a bad thing. It's just I wasn't expecting that. I like it, though. I think it's It is good. good. Yeah, it is good. I quite enjoy it. I wouldn't say, you know, it's not like my favorite Kolsch ever or anything like that, but it's a good beer. Flavorful. Nice. It's interesting because this is just way more serious of a beer than I was expecting from a Kolsch. And especially, like we were saying, the nose. That's interesting. Yeah, you're right. That bitterness is... A lot more than you would assume, right? Yeah. It's fine. It's just that... You get caught off guard when you expect certain things from beers, which I think is part of the reason that, you know, it's one of many reasons that there are plenty of episodes we'll do that are totally blind, because, you know, if we tried this, we wouldn't have had that reaction, I don't think. Because going into it, we expect a certain thing from that type of style. Right. And it's different in this instance. So when it may sound like we're potentially not happy with a beer or dogging on it at first, it can just end up being we're confused or thrown off. just not anticipation and expectations. Yeah, so what's most important is to take away what we say at the very end of the tasting of the beer, which we enjoy that. It's pretty good. Okay. So next beer is a beer that um, I... We've had it before, but it's a different iteration of it. Now, it's by Trogues Independent Brewing out of Hershey, Pennsylvania, and it's their trail day, and it's a dry-hopped Pilsner, and it's 5% alcohol. Now, they put out a trail day last year, but the trail day was a pale ale, and I think we may have had it on the podcast. I'm not 100% sure. I remember Rebecca not liking it a whole lot, but I really liked it, so I don't know... You know, this year it's different, so I don't know if it's a situation where they're each year they're going to put out Trail Day, but it's going to be a different beer. Um, but when I saw it, I was like, I first saw just Trail Day, and I was like, oh, sweet, I want to get some of that, because that's that pale ale I liked. And then I looked at it, and I'm like, wait, Dry Hopped Pilsner? I guess they're switching it up. So, interested to get into this, and uh, it is in a 16-ounce can as well. And if they do decide to do it differently every year, I'm down with that. I I keep trying it. I keep trying. Something different. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I'm very excited for this because, as people know, listening to this podcast, we are big fans of Trogues. We've been big fans of Trogues for a long time. They're one of our very early on craft breweries that we fell in love with many, 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 many years ago when they were super small. Okay, so what does it look like? So light. Oh, it's very yellow. Very yellow, very light, very clear. Yeah, it's like a pale yellow to it. Oh, man. Yeah. Looks good. Ooh. Smells good. My gosh, it smells so pilsnery. It's like so bready. Ooh. Yeah, it's very, very bready on the nose. Like like biscuity. Yeah, so biscuity. There's a nice straw note that's coming through mixed with a little honey to it. It smells really refreshing and fresh. <sighs> smell, it's got that smell that's like that crisp snap at the end of it. <sighs> it smells really good. That's pretty mm-hmm. much all I smell. It tastes like it smells. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Wow. That's very light. 
I really like how light that is. Mm. This is a good beer for our current situation. We just got done doing a two-mile walk together in our neighborhood. And this is one of those beers that's good to go to after you've done something like that physical activity-wise and you don't want to feel like you're drinking something super heavy. You want to feel slightly refreshed at the same time. Like maybe you're hydrating yourself a little bit at the same time that you're having beer. So this is kind of like that. I'm getting some hop characteristics on the on the finish. Yeah, it's um what is that? It's a particular flavor to me. There's a there's a good amount of like the the alfalfa straw yes. note on the finish yes. of the beer and there's a nice honey note that kind of carries throughout it. What is that? What there's Yeah, there's some I know what you're talking about as far as the the hop character, and yes, you're totally right. It's just at the end, like this quick hit. It's some sort of citrusiness. Is that like kind of like a light tangerine, maybe? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like a like like a light little like tangerine note. Sure. It tastes like very it. pilsnery too, though. I like it a lot. Yeah, the pilsner malt really carries through in this, and um, yeah, it's good. It's, I mean, if you, if you hear dry hopped pilsner, and then you taste this beer, and you're excited to hear dry hopped pilsner, you're not going to be disappointed. Not at all. This is good. I enjoy this. Mm. Light but flavorful. Really good. And it's very, you know, it's cool because you're getting that typical light, crisp, refreshing, you know, straw, honey, all those notes, um, Pilsner, until you hit the end. And then you just keep getting that kind of like fresh hit of that citrus. It's just nice. It's a nice accent to the end of each sip. I dig it. Mm -hmm. It's like light, but full of flavor. Yeah, totally. So I got to... I gotta reveal the next one. Because I picked this, this is this is dumb, but I picked this. Didn't I already rinse you? Yeah, I'm just waiting oh, for oh, beer. Okay, sorry. You rinse me, I'm ready for beer. I got so excited about the next beer I forgot what was going on. Um so the next one I it's dumb, but I picked it based off the label art because it has it's a reference to a movie I really like. I am into horror movies, if people don't know. Like, deep into horror movies, I actually do a YouTube channel that's horror movie reviews and analysis. And, uh, yeah, if you just search my name, Carlin Cook, you'll find it. That's what the channel's under. But um, So, this is a beer that's inspired by Killer Clowns from Outer Space, if anyone's ever seen that. But it's called Killer Kvike from Outer Space, and it's an IPA by Old Mother Brewing Company out of... Should be Frederick, Maryland. Yeah, I think it's Frederick Tech. Yeah, Frederick, Maryland, and it's seven percent alcohol. And their low their uh can art is totally killer clowns from outer space. It's got the big top stripe coloration to it. It's got silhouettes of the killer clowns themselves. Mm. Um the the name of it is the same font and everything as Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's awesome. This this can art is amazing, especially to someone who's a horror nerd like myself and really likes Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Awesome. Now, the other thing to talk about with this beer is it's done with Kvike yeast. And we've never had a Kvike beer. 
I'm not just I'm not talking about just on the podcast. I'm talking about ever. We've never had a Kvike beer. Now, from what I know of Kvike yeast, it's a newer type yeast that people are starting to use that can ferment at higher temperatures. And one of the big reasons people have been using Kvike yeast is to get lagers done faster so that they don't have to make them at a lower temperature. They don't have to refrigerate them necessarily when they're when they're doing or, you know, not necessarily fully refrigerate, but temperature control down far enough when they're fermenting. So, um, yeah, so a lot of people have used Kvike for that, but they use it for a lot of things because from what I understand, it has its own kind of flavor to it. So if people find that pleasing, they may put it in other styles. So right here it is a Kvike IPA. So we'll see how that is. The other thing is we've had Old Mother before, but we've not, I don't think we've ever had them on the podcast. So. And what was the ABV? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Tw- uh, 16 ounce can. Did I say that? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. I don't remember. I'm just so focused on this Killer Clowns from Outer Space <laughs> lo- label. It's amazing. If anyone from Old Mother hears this, it's an amazing label. Like the best label I've seen. Okay, so this... It's very yellow and very hazy. Yeah, it totally is. I mean, it doesn't say hazy IPA, so... It's very light. I don't know. Yeah, it does look... Yeah, and f- yeah, especially for an IPA, you'd assume there'd be more of an orange tinge to it. But no, it's very yellow. Which, you know, whatever. Hmm. What is that? Hmm. That is an interesting nose. I do get citrus off the bat, but there's some other stuff at play in there that's smelling interesting odd a little bit what is i get some peach i get some like a mix of like a peach and apricot in there it's like a nondescript fruit no i think it's it's coming off as peach apricot and mango kind of all mixed so it smells good but it's not crazy strong yeah it's it's very um, kind of smooth nose with those notes, but there's one other note in there that's not, it's kind of under all that. That's smelling a little dirty. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that not, dirty dish rag a little bit. But not in a bad way. No. Maybe just like a little bit like when fruit gets a little funky. Maybe that type of smell. Hmm. Smells good overall, though. Tastes interesting. Oh, I like that. Hmm. So, based off the smell, it has more of a substantial mouthfeel than I was assuming there would be. But that's good. It's kind of like bringing extra citrus flavor to it. And let me see. I'm trying to suss out the specific flavors. Yeah. I do think it kind of tastes like that apricot, peach, yeah. mango mix I was saying on the nose. I could see that. I can't pick it out, but now that you said that, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it finishes with a, a quick hit of a almost slightly sugary sweetness. But it's not enough to a point that it's bothersome. It's just kind of like, oh, there's a little sweetness there. Not one of those, uh, that's a little sweet. You know, it's it's kind of 
it's a little bit in between there, but more to the side of being, you know, fine as opposed to being a problem. Yeah, I can't say. It's just an okay beer. Like, nothing really to write home about. It's not offensive, but it's not particularly good, in my opinion. I dig it. And um, one of the reasons why, and see if you see if you agree with me on this, it's light and heavy at the same time. I can see that. You see what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's got more of a mouthfeel, and there's and there's a decent amount of flavor to it, but at the same time, like it finishes light. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. It is not like a lot of IPAs. It's very. I like it. In its own category. I definitely like that. And it doesn't taste like 7% either. No. I would put that at like a five and a half, maybe. Maybe six. Maybe six. But yeah, I don't, like, I don't perceive alcohol in that like at all. Mm. Yeah, I like that. It's good. Okay, do you want to present the final beer? Sure. From a brewery we've never had on the podcast, and we've never had beer from, period. Yeah. But I've heard good things. Denzians? Denizens. Denizens. Brewing Company. It is their Georgia Avenue Sour, which is a tart peach ale, and it's 4.5%. Yeah. And it's in a 12-ounce can. Where are they out of? They're out of Silver Spring, Maryland. Oh, Silver Spring. Okay. I knew they were down in, like, closer to the D.C. area. It says Riverdale Park in Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay. Got it. Cool. Yeah, I knew they were further down. Than where we are in Maryland. All right, here we go. All right. Were you first? I wonder if we're going to start seeing more beers and bottles now that there's an aluminum can shortage. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you were just reading about that this morning. Um, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Uh, it looks like the Killer Kvike from Outer yes, Space. Yes, You know, all of them have looked kind of similar. Very yellowish. Yeah. yeah Light, no, yellow. True. Yeah, it's, it's it's hazy and it's, it's hazy. very yellow. It definitely looks like the Killer Kvike. That's interesting. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, man. That's a very nice, like, funky peach smell. It is. It smells like dirty mm. armpit. Wait, let me smell my dirty armpit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit like that. A little bit like that. <laughs> well, and that that's that's that funkiness. It's like that funky. funkiness can have a little bit of like a bo note yeah. to it, or something like a rag that's going a little sour almost. Like that's that funkiness. I like that though. It smells like real, like funky fresh fruit was put into this. I smell a lot of the peach. The mm-hmm. peach is very nice. Yeah, the peach is very. Kind of in your face, but I can't get past the dirty armpit. Yeah, I mean, that is hard to, to move past, but I'm, I'm getting other stuff in there. And there is a quick tartness that hits your nose mm-hmm. that is lemony at first, but then it transitions into that nice peach smell. But, you know, that funkiness the whole way through as well. So Rebecca's already tasted. Oh, it's good. Oh, it has that naked Cheerio finish. Ooh, this is lighter than I would assume from the nose. I agree. It's super light. Hmm. Um, almost refreshing, which I don't feel yeah. like usually comes with a lot of the tartar sour no. ales, but mm-hmm. it is. 
Yeah, and it's like, it's a light tartness. Mm -hmm. It's a very light tartness. You get plenty of that peach flavor to it. I think you're tasting that bit of funkiness you said you were getting on the nose. Well, we both said we were getting yeah, on the nose. Yeah, but it's it's not... It's not crazy. It's not... Yeah. I don't really like, I don't really like a lot of funk in my beer. So, if I, if I like it, it's not all that funky. Yeah. It's lightly tart. It's kind of funky. It's got a lot of peach to it. It's very... Very easy to drink because it's four and a half percent, but also it's not like the flavor. It's got a lot of flavor, but none of the flavors weighing you down. It doesn't feel thick. It doesn't feel overwhelming. This is one that another one that I think you could have after a two mile walk. (laughs) We are. Mm -hmm. Um, This whole lineup has been really light and refreshing. Yes. And that's one of the reasons I was saying I was so interested in this lineup. I was, I was real excited about it. So, Mm. That's quite good. Yeah, it is. That's a very nice introduction to uh, Denizens. And I and I have to say, everyone knows, like, I'm not a huge fan of that naked Cheerio note that especially end up happening in sour beers, but it's there for this one, but it's not at a level that it bothers me at all. Like, I recognize it's, it's there, but I can ignore it pretty easily. I don't want to ignore it. That's a good beer. I'm going to have a tough time ranking these. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure I know my three and four already, but the one and two is going to be a little bit of a problem. So I'm going to have to do a retaste on one beer. You may have been able to guess. I'm not going to tell the, the listeners which one I'm going for, but I'm sure Rebecca wasn't that surprised. Oh, I don't know. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Okay. Um, yeah, I know my ranking. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Go ahead. Okay, so first of all, as we've said on other podcasts before, um all these are good. I like all these beers. We're going to finish all of them. Good stuff. Good job to all these breweries. My number 4 is going to be the Kolsch Shoulder by Oliver, which is just a straight-up Kolsch. My number three is going to be the Killer Kvike from Outer Space IPA by Old Mother. I like that. It's it's very tasty, but it's got to be my number three. My number two is going to be the Trogues Trail Day Dry Hopped Pilsner. Very nice and refreshing and flavorful. And my number one's got to be this Peach Perfect... Um, Georgia Avenue Sour Tart Peach Ale by Denizens. Uh, That's really good. They managed to make a very flavorful tart beer that's not too tart. Uh, It's also refreshing. It also has a good amount of flavor without being weighed down. You get a good amount of the peach, and you get a little bit of the funk, and you get the naked Cheerio, but it's not too much. It's very finessed. There's a lot of great balance to that beer, so that's got to be my number one. Okay. Your turn. It was very close for me between the trail day. These are all super close. Well, you got to do it. Uh, Okay. Um, Still having problems? I think my number four is also the cold shoulder. Okay. That's fine. Then my number three is... The Killer Kvike. Killer Kvike. From Outer Space. 
from outer space. That's my number three. Okay. My number two Ooh. is the Georgia Avenue Sour. Okay. And my number one is Trail Day. Yeah, and like I said, those number one and two for me were so close. I, I on a different day, I might flip that, but um, they're all so close. Yeah. I mean, I went back and forth between my only the only one for me that I think was a clear cut was my number one. Okay, yeah. And the other three, I was like, oh. Well, for me, my one and two were so close that th- it was ridiculous how close they were. But then the number three, I still quite like, but it was clearly a number three, and my number four was clearly a number four, based off what we had. Mm. So, yeah. But hey, another good on-the-shelf. Yeah, Like good I lineup. said, we're going to do more on-the-shelves, not immediately. We'll have other episodes happening here. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up that we're doing, including a variant episode that's going to be uh, awesome for us, because it's a beer that we like a lot, and we have a lot of variants of it. I think we have eight total variants of that really? beer. Really? Yeah. We have eight different variations, including the the regular version. So it's like the regular version and then seven iterations of it. Wow. So that'll be a bigger episode, and that's going to be a lot of fun for us going through those. Uh, so yeah, uh, and we and we got other fun stuff, and we're going to have some beer mail episodes that don't feature beers from Kyle Norman. Yeah, sorry, Kyle Norman. <laughs> sorry, Kyle. Um, yeah, it's going to be from our buddy Rich Smith, you know, who's been on the podcast. So yeah, that'll be a good time. But yeah. Do you have anything else you need to say at the end here? Uh, I don't think so. Just check us out on Instagram, Brutal yes. Battle Podcast. Do us a favor and rate us on whatever podcatcher you listen to us through. iTunes would be preferable if you can. Do a rating and review. That helps us out a lot. And then also just word of mouth, spread the word, let people know who are into beer, hey, check out this podcast. And we would appreciate that because that's your best way to repay us because we just spend money and time on this and don't make anything. It's yep, just, just, a, just an expensive hobby. And we've been doing it for like eight years. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you everyone for checking this out. And until next time. Keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.